from the Borgata, back all the way from the West Coast after a long trip, is the manager of the Philadelphia Phillies, Gabe Kapler. Hi, Gabe. Hey, Angelo. What's happening? Wow, it's been a crazy week here in Philadelphia, Gabe. Lots of harsh criticism. I can't lie to you. It's been a rough week for the manager. How's it? I'm excited to talk to you about it, Angela. Let's roll. Okay, good. Let's start with uh, something you said that was positive. Uh, the win Wednesday, you said, one of the best of the season. Very important. Why was that, uh, uh, Gabe? Sure. Uh, so we had Jake Arietta on the mound for us, and we went down early. Uh, several runs. Gave up four innings, or, or excuse me, four runs early in the game. Um, and at that point, we had lost our leadoff hitter to injury for the year. Uh, we had had a very difficult three games in Los Angeles. And I think it would have been really easy for us to quit, to hang our heads, and to stumble back home, lick our wounds on the off day, and say, you know what, we had a really rough road trip. And instead, we battled back in that game. We fought, we clawed. We ended up winning the game and the series. And we are now in a position where we are in first place in the National League East, we're up two games on the Atlanta Braves. We have lost many pieces of our bullpen. Uh, we, Like I mentioned, we've lost Andrew McCutcheon, and we are still, despite all of those things, in a very good position to succeed with a lot of reinforcements coming. Ramos is not that far away. Tommy Hunter is not that far away. Adam Morgan is not that far away. Roman Quinn is not that far away. And we are in a good spot, and that's because we fought and we clawed and we battled at the end of that road trip. So that's why I thought it was an important win for us. Um, Arietta uh, is not been consistent so far this year, Gabe. I think you would agree with that. Four and two thirds on uh, on Wednesday. Um, what's going on there? Are you concerned about that? Let's start here. Jake didn't have his best start. There is a stronger pitcher in there. I think Jake knows that. Uh, he's the type of guy who has the ability to be elite like he was back in 2015. But to say he hasn't been consistent is maybe not, you know, really paying close attention here. He started 31 games in 2016. He started 30 games in 2017. Last year, of course, he started 31 games. This year, he's on pace for 31 games. Last year, he struck out seven per nine. This year, he's striking out 7.3 per nine. It's about the same guy that we had last year, and there's an even better pitcher in there. So, hmm, I'm not sure. That sounds like consistency to me. Well, it is consistent until, you know, you're down 5-2. I, that... I, just, I, just, I just acknowledge that it was right. not his best game. Okay. Directly. All right, let's get uh, – I did have one more positive thing, Jay Bruce. What kind of impact has he had so far? Incredible impact. Uh, Jay has swung the bat with authority, driven the ball into the gap, into the seats, come up with big hits for us, played a solid defense in left field, has been a stabilizing force in the clubhouse, calm, uh, very influential, and we can't wait to see him keep playing baseball. Great. Let's get to some of the complaints that have come up this week. We'll start Sunday in L.A., Prevetta on the mound. Great performance, six innings, three hits, no runs. You just referenced all the injured relievers, so why take them out after six innings? Fair question. Fair question, Angelo. We play National League Baseball. That means we constantly have to decide the strategic value of getting another inning or two out of the starting pitcher, like you said, because our bullpen has been down, versus scoring runs. In a close game, 
in L.A., tight game like that with another good pitcher on the mound on the other side in Rich Hill, we don't always have the luxury of knowing that another opportunity with multiple runners on base is going to come up. So we bang in that situation. It's that simple. All right. So Goslin's up, takes one right down the middle for strike three. Do you say something to him after? What was he looking for? Another fair question. Uh, baseball is a hard game. Reacting to different pitches is always, always going to be a challenge. And as much as we would like to go up to the plate and be successful at getting our A swing off every time out, no one is, despite it being a fastball down the middle, a slider. I don't think there's much to say to a player after taking a called third strike in a pinch hit appearance. Our players call Goff barrels because of how often he's made solid contact in the pinch hit spot. I can take you back to my own pinch hit experiences walking up to the plate against a guy, a nasty reliever late in the game. You think a slider's coming. You see Slar out of the hand. The ball accelerates through the zone. It's a fastball. You walk back with your bat on your shoulders. Now, I've had conversations with guys, Angelo, about their mindset and what they're telling themselves, what they're saying to themselves in a, in a pinch hit at bat. In this particular case, I know. I, I get what Goss was going through. He was looking slider off speed, something from Rich Hill, that wasn't a fastball, who had struck out nine batters in seven innings. Not crazy to think that you guess wrong. That simple. I wouldn't have guessed with two strikes, but everybody has their own approach. Let me get to the Gene Segura conversation, because that has been a major topic all week in Philadelphia, Gabe. First of all, in a more general sense, we all as fans look at this. It's a recurrent theme now. Guy's not running hard. And we don't understand it because they make millions of dollars and only have to run a few times a game. Is it asking too much that they run hard every time? It's not asking too much. I think it's, it's fair to demand that our guys run out of the batter's box. But let's, let's address the Segura situation in isolation instead of just acting like they're all the same. Segura stumbled in the box. He didn't have his feet under him. Once he got his balance, he didn't run as hard as he usually does. And he acknowledged that. This is what you asked for, right? He came out and he said it publicly. Yes, he did. On the record. Yep. I could do a better job. I didn't do what I was supposed to do. There's no excuse for it. Did all the things that a player is supposed to do. He owned it. All right, but, but you I, lost Andrew McCutcheon. You lost that. His inability to just simply do what you're supposed to do cost you one of your best players. Uh, doesn't that factor into no. the way you react to it? What, what, you're, what you're saying is categorically not true. It didn't. Andrew McCutcheon did not get hurt because Gene Score did not run out of the batter's box. What you're saying is just not true. He got hurt because he got in a rundown. He planted his knee wrong, and his knee gave out. There would have been no rundown. There would have been no rundown. There's, there's a thousand things in the game that led up to that moment that could have changed, variables that could have changed, that there would have been no rundown. Okay, and, and if he ran... Do you want to go back... If he ran, Kinsler wouldn't have dropped the ball. Hold on, hold on. on. You want to go back to every other pitch? What if there was a strike called earlier in the game that should have been a ball that changed the outcome of that at bat? Gabe, you're trying to complicate a very simple issue. He would not have been in a rundown if he didn't run. That's why okay. Kinsler let the ball drop. If he did run, Kinsler would have caught the ball, and McCutcheon wouldn't have been in a rundown. True. Yeah, if, if there was, if there was a, a ball called earlier in the game, 
And no, about, you're just and trying to complicate a simple issue, Gabe. It's not, okay, let's, let's go back. He to got caught in a rundown and blew his let's, knee out. Let's, let's, go back, let's go back to your issue. Let's go back to your issue. Let's say I decide to take him out of the game in that situation. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. It doesn't make, it doesn't make Gene Segura better. It doesn't make the Phillies better. And I'm not going to do it just because you are upset. Again, I'm going to go back to what okay, I said earlier. Fair enough. This, isn't, this, this, this is a matter of being direct. It's a question of common sense. Segura has been one of our best players. He doesn't deserve to be scapegoated like this. He leads our team in batting average. He's been our best base runner. He's stabilized our defense. He's played for us hard all year. Kutch and the rest of his teammates think, he, think he's a professional. Those are what stand out to me. Not what you're saying. Right, but, Gabe, you said that it was completely out of character to do what happened on that play. He was benched last September 29th by his manager, Scott Service, for doing the same thing, not running hard. It wasn't just, the first and I, time. And I just, I just addressed for you why that is a strategy that makes sense for the Philadelphia Phillies. Okay, I understand that. But, you're, you're, see, one of the issues that came up last year, Gabe, and you were talked to by Andy McPhail about this, was being honest and forthcoming with the fans – you did a testimonial to Segura for fans that were absolutely apoplectic over losing Andrew McCutcheon. It didn't sit well in this city at all. Do you understand I, that? I was, I was being forthright then. I'm, uh, this, is, uh, this isn't a matter of being honest and forthright. It's a question of common sense, okay, just like I said. And what you're saying right now isn't common sense. It doesn't it, make sense what you're saying. It isn't common sense that he was benched last year for not running. No, it, is, it, 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 isn't, it doesn't make sense that he should be scapegoated or that we should take him out of that game because of all the reasons I just articulated okay. to you and laid out very clearly. You are not holding right, – make one of our best base runners. He right. stabilized our defense. He's played hard for us all year. And Kutch, all of us, think he's a professional. All right, but you understand, I don't consider it scapegoating when you lost your best player because he didn't I, run. Not, You're not even I, I acknowledging really, that. You're not even acknowledging I, that him not running led to the injury to McCutcheon. You honestly don't see one and one equaling two? I, I absolutely do not see one. Wow, one that's amazing. I see, I see, yeah, no, I, I, what I see happen, like I said, Kutch stumbled out of the box. He didn't have his feet under him. Once he got his balance. He wasn't able to run as hard as he usually does. He acknowledged that. And talking about acknowledgement, I'm acknowledging that. Okay. He can do a better job running out of the batter's box. Right. I'm also acknowledging that our, our, our center fielder at the time, our leadoff hitter, got hurt in a major way, and that sucked. I'm saying it's not Segura's fault. And to say that it is is absolutely irresponsible. Oh, it is. Well, then you better tell the whole city because everybody thinks it, it yeah, was, that was the reason. Speak for the whole, Angela, you don't speak for the whole city. I talk to a hell of a lot more fans than you do. You talk to the guys that call in, the, the, the men and women that call and, in. And the ones that email and, and me not, and, and the ones not, that are on Twitter and, and all and, the other people. And that, and that are you trying to tell me you're more plugged into the city than I am? Is that what you're going to say? Not. You've been I, on the I'm, West Coast for a week, Gabe. I, I, I'll tell you this. What you're plugged into are the people that call in your show not all of the fans of philadelphia like you represent yeah we we actually polled this question and 85 percent of the people said that segura should have been held accountable far more than you did so that's over five six thousand people that's not enough either for you gabe how many do you need before you realize that you're actually not in tandem with what's going on in your own city you're 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 
your sample, the sample that you're that you're drawing from, too small. Very yep. specific sample. Too small. Right. Okay. One last thing. Would you do anything differently about this week, Gabe? You had to do it all over again. I think I think the one thing that I would do differently is probably. I think I think I, I may have have handled this show a little bit different. I think I I got a little bit frustrated with you. I am right. very frustrated with you. Okay. And I might have handled the show different. Otherwise, okay. um, I'd have to go back and look at everything in isolation. But right now, okay. pretty perturbed. I think you didn't handle the show in, in a fair and reasonable way. Okay. And that's probably the thing I'm most disappointed in, is okay. the way you handled the show. Well, I'm, I'm disappointed in some of the answers, so I guess we're equal on that. Gabe, Sounds good. Look forward to next week, week Angelo. This is going to be fun. I'm counting the days. Thank you, Gabe. Take care, bud.